The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, as ever. And, well, we recorded our last podcast on Monday. We didn't think we'd be speaking to you guys again until Saturday. But the biggest story this season in English football has meant that we are back on. And we had to do this emergency podcast. Jose Mourinho on Tuesday was fired, sacked as the manager of Manchester United. And I think on Monday, Robbie Earl, we did kind of say... Well, I guess, first of all, I thought he would limp through this season. Mm. You know, I knew the results were inconsistent. I expect him to continue to be inconsistent, but I thought he'd win a few games. And then because they're in the Champions League in February, I thought he'd limp on um, through the season. You thought, and you've said for a long time, actually back in August, to be fair to you, mate, that, that he wouldn't survive... Christmas mm. and it was close in the nick of time yeah. but yeah. he hasn't and I did I remember saying right at the end of our last pod he could go you know just thinking mm. you know of, of what we've seen just recently just recently with that uh, defeat to Liverpool 3-1 and then of course during uh, Paris Saint-Germain in the round of 16 in the Champions League it happened on Tuesday what was your first kind of thoughts was there any surprise when you heard the news not really Rob because um Things had almost got to to the stage where I couldn't see where the future was with Jose Mourinho. Mm. Like you, I didn't mm. think they'd make a decision and maybe put an interim manager in. I didn't think they, they'd be ready to find the guy who they want to take over. Um, so I just thought he's going to maybe stay in the job because of those circumstances. As you said, he, he'll limp his way through. I think the Champions League draw was another thing layer that added to it. PSG, which could get embarrassing if United aren't at least up for it and focused and, and with a game plan. And the biggest thing that, that that stands out for me in the whole Jose Mourinho thing, and I saw it after during the interview uh, after the Liverpool game, is he's lost his magic, Rob. Uh, and he did have magic when he came into this league. He was bright. He was inventive. He was tactically smart. He, he was a forward thinker. Um, he was a pioneer in, in, in the way that he played and, and, and the way he counter-attacked. And, and the magic's gone. The magic's gone from Jose Mourinho, the manager, but it's also gone from Jose Mourinho, the man. He looks... He almost looks like a, a, a growling, grumpy, old guy to the point. And, and it was really something that, that, that took me. I saw shots of him when he was leaving the hotel after he, he'd obviously been told he'd sacked. I saw shots of him this morning... Um, at his home down in London and he actually looked happier than when he was the manager of Manchester United which just seems a bizarre thing to say but he actually looked more at ease with himself than he did while he was still in the job. I think when you, when you kind of look at it from afar a little bit of, of his time there £460 million on mm. 11 players was spent yeah. um, 
That's a, that's that's a lot of windows. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of mm. new players. And yet, look where we are in terms of Man United in the league table. It was too difficult a job for him, Rob. It was yeah. too difficult. Yeah. It, it, it's not that the squad there in general and the start expected at Man United is so far away from what he was used to doing to be successful mm. that it was too difficult for him. His style of play, I would say, above everything else, has led to all the problems. All the problems. Now, I know we can talk about man management and issues about having, uh, having to go at certain players. Mm. Of course, Paul Pogba is a big, uh, big example there. But it all, for me, comes down to the way that he wants the game to be played. And that is, as we all know, defence first, people behind the ball, not really focused on open and expansive football. And the problems come from the back of that. They come from players that get fed up, like Martial or Rashford or, or Pogba, that don't get enough going forward to enjoy the game, to, to be on the front foot, to be creating and scoring goals. And then the fans then get frustrated with the style of play. It all comes from that, particularly at this club. At other mm. clubs, you know, thinking of Inter and maybe Chelsea as well, that, that didn't demand the, the silky, attacking, entertaining football uh, that they do at United. And I just think everything comes off the back of that. And back onto the, um, you know, the timing and stuff. I think, you know, with, with certainly a lot of talk out of United that Ed Woodward's going to change the structure and bring in a director mm. of football. You know, again, Mourinho reports were saying that he was not having that. Yeah, now, you've got a January yeah. transfer window that's going to open up in a few weeks and you and it kind of makes more sense now, doesn't it, Rob? I think if you think of the, the yeah. Liverpool performance, the league table position, the draw in the Champions League and January transfer window that could be an, an awkward, wasted opportunity to strengthen this team because he might want players that the club don't feel are right. I guess it, it was the right thing to do. Now, I give... I don't know if it's the right word to give credit to Ed Woodward, but it's embarrassing for him that he's made, you know, this is another managerial um, appointment that hasn't worked out over a longer period yeah. of time, but at least he's done something about it, Rob. At Absolutely. least he stopped it. And there's now a sense of, wow. I mean, I, I sort of think you sort of say that Jose looks happier. I mean, it's almost like the cloud has lifted <laughs> okay. from Old Trafford yeah. and like, you, oh, what, what, what might we become with some of the players that we've got? Can you with imagine the dressing approach? room? Can you imagine the dressing room and the training oh, ground? So How that is, the total difference that that will be, and, and you've got to be in that situation sometimes to really understand it. There'll just be a freeness and a and a a, a confidence back and and, a, and, a, and an enjoyment back into a place where probably players were going into work and not necessarily looking forward to what they were going to do and I just want to make a I want to just add a point to, to you to your, your point on the style because I think it, it, it's a pertinent point but, but I also think and you said it early on when he when he first got the job the thing the biggest thing that stands out for me with Jose Mourinho now in the era that that he is is that he, he's no longer a winner with that style yeah if, exactly. if you can win with that style yeah, do you know what yeah. People yeah. would be grumbling, but they'd be saying, "Well, we, we we're winning titles, and we're you know going to Champions League finals. It might not be what we want, but we'll put up with it." But as soon as you you're not winning, Rob, as soon as you're going at the games mm -hmm. with that style and not getting the the, the the victories, now he's in trouble, and that's where Jose Mourinho, the the, the current Jose Mourinho, is, is miles away from the guy who started because the guy who started won football games and won trophies. I mean, of course, he, he would say, well, hang on a minute, I won the Europa League and I won the League Cup. Mm. Um, but league league table situation, development, style, they're, they're not the trophies. 470 that you, yeah, million. They're not the trophies that you spend that sort yeah. of money for yeah. this football club um, to, to win. So, you know, 
Wow. Uh, just just on the timing, Rob, why don't we bring in a few of the tweets because we put this out there yeah. and we asked uh, everybody like about what do you think about the timing of this situation firing Jose Mourinho? And I don't think we've ever had a bigger response from so, fans. We've got honestly. literally pages and pages and pages here of, of different comments. Um, I mean, I, I, to be fair, I, th- I don't see many tweets, Rob, that are no. of that against this Unhappy. decision. No. Yeah, let me Absolutely. read a, f- a few out here. This first one's from Flair Aguero, who says, of course, a loss to Liverpool was a heavy blow, but I think the bad timing of this just further highlights the disorganisation and lack of effective leadership behind the scenes at the club. This problem runs deeper than Mourinho and the players. First step in a long uphill climb. Another one from Kenny Cop says, two words, damage limitation. For the first time in close to a year, I'm optimistic about the future of Man United Football Club. This season looks like a lost season, but a new manager can stabilise the dressing room and play a better of style of, uh, of play with this group of players. And finally, Damien Silas tweets to say, situation was untenable and threatened to damage the United brand. Regardless of how you feel about him or the club, Mourinho became a joke. The punchline lost to Liverpool Football Club and the PSG draw in the Champions League. Yeah, and, I, and I've got a few to, to carry on that theme. Sam O'Shea says, uh, don't want to spook Pogba and Marshall away mid-season. If United find a charismatic leader like Klopp, the squad won't dissipate. They're dying for some love from a manager. Kevin S says, the relationship between Paul Pogba and Mourinho became so toxic that Man United had to do something. The club had no choice but to sack him. He embarrassed the club and made it personal. I believe they'd hoped the two professionals could work together and work it out. And Connor Greenberg said, the board are trying to figure out if the players are really this bad or was it Mourinho? Have to figure out which way to go. Spending millions to bring in Pochettino and or a Zidane. So, yeah, most people seem to um, back Edward within in the timing. Most people seem to think that Jose Mourinho had taken it as far as he, can, he could, Rob. There was mm. a point where, you know, and, and we'll talk maybe a little bit about some of the things. The Paul Pogba, I mean, there's a list of players, and, 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 I, and I just wrote them down quickly, the, the, the players that he bought. Eric Bailly, Ibra came on a free, Mkhitaryan, Pogba, mm. Lindelof, Lukaku, Matic, Darlow, Fred recently, um, and Alexis was part of the swap deal. I mean, there's not they've too many got, of them. Maybe Ibra's maybe gone. Maybe gone yeah, mm. and um, the Paul Pogba one, I've, I've had to put a star by because it it's not just about in terms of the football. In the end, I thought, and, and, and I thought this weekend was probably the, the, the peak of it. I thought Jose decided to to, to go toe to toe with Pogba and decide and almost asked the question, who's the more powerful in this football club? And if that's what he did do, well, he was foolish because it, it, it's, it's a fight he lost. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess what, before we sort of start taking it forward and Robin and where we go from here, hmm. just on the squad, um, I guess we'll get to actually later on, but, but is... Yeah. This squad well, is a lot mm, better. I mean, it, yeah. it maybe isn't good enough. I mean, Jose would say, you know what, that this squad's re- really, really poor. It's nowhere mm. near what he needs or what he but, but what he wants. Yeah. Now, the truth is probably somewhere in between. I'm not sure yeah. this is going to change at the very, very top, but this is a top no. four squad, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, he, he definitely underachieved yeah. with this group of players, mm. given their abilities, given what we've seen on the international stage and given what yeah. we've seen at different clubs. Mm. So we expect, a, we expect, how much do we expect in terms of improvement? We'll get on to who's going to take over. Yeah. But how much improvement do we expect straight away and which players will be perking up, jumping off the treatment table and wanting to play? <laughs> well, well Pog, Pogba's an interesting one, isn't he? Straight away. 
pressure on him now. Does he play? How does he play? Alexis Sanchez, you would think, maybe just decides now he wants to be at the football club and show what he can do. Mm. It's a better group than, than they've showed. It's a group that absolutely should be fighting for a top four spot. Is it doable? I still think there's enough time. We're going into a Christmas window. If somebody can 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 get a little bit of spirit going, get a little bit of momentum and a bit of enjoyment back into the football, there's quality, into top class. Difficult, Rob, isn't it? I mean, it's difficult. In, in get, United it is get diff- top four, blindly. And, 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 it's difficult, but it's doable. It's Manchester United. Manchester United yeah, they... have to go on a Manchester United type run. Yeah, and the others have got to lose it. four games. Yeah, but look, Arsenal are having a little bit of, of, of a tricky time. We talked about Chelsea's motivation. Any guy going in there has got to be saying to that group of players, we have to still be looking to run down the four spot. Of course, it's mm. going to be difficult, but mm. a United team that get momentum, a United team that don't give the opposition two goal starts, or go on the back foot and allow the opposition to have possession, a United team that, that play and get a run together, I still think with this much of the season left, have got a chance to be in the top, in, in the conversation of, of a top four place. We're going to listen to Jose in a minute, Rob. We've got some mm. sound from him uh, from today, actually, getting his first reaction from his outsider's home down in London. Yeah. Just rewinding back to the start, we differed on yeah. this appointment. Mm. You thought it would be good for the club and he'd bring trophies and it was the right appointment. I didn't. What do you feel yeah. right now? Like, do, do you feel do you, do you feel still feel that there was some success there, that it was worth that time to bring him in? Or do you think now, you know what, it wasn't the right guy for the club? No, no I have to go with what I said. And the reason why I said it and, and the reason why I've said I think he's lost his job, because this guy is a winner. You ain't going to like some, some of the things about him. You're not going to like the style of play. But Manchester United, when in the position after LVG, I think needed to get relevant again. Needed some gloss. Needed some global appeal. Needed a little bit of that special one dust that, that he can uh, put out when he needs to. And that's why I said it wasn't the perfect fit, but this guy will do a job. And in the time you, you, you have him, Start looking for the for the for the real one. Start looking for the one you feel who you're going to support for the next five to ten years and build something. So, what happened in the end was Jose Mourinho wasn't able to do what I thought, and, and I think you said it at the top. In fact, this job was too big for him. Mm. However, he wants to play it. This job was, too, and I didn't think at this time that would be the case. I thought Jose Mourinho would go into Manchester United and drag this club back into the to to challenging for titles and back to relevance, and that hasn't been the case. And 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 on that regard, I, I certainly got it wrong. Let's have a listen today, Rob, because uh, this is a little bit of long sound, but it's worth kind of listening to what he uh, said. Um, about you know the fallout and losing his job and, and what he's going to do from now. This is him uh, near his home down in London. Hi, Jose. Can we walk with you for a bit? Just, I was just wondering if you had any uh, thoughts about the last 24 hours or so. Gary, I think you, you know me. Uh, and uh, I don't change. And what I did... Uh, when I left Chelsea, for example, is the same that I'm going to do to do now. I keep the I keep the good things, and um, I don't speak about anything that that happened in the club. We could we could speak about so many good things. We could speak about not as good, but that's not me. You know, it's finished and. Um, Manchester United has uh, has a future, and uh, without me, 
and I have a future without Manchester United. So why, why should I now be sharing with you or even with the, with the supporters uh, any of my feelings? It's over. That's and that's me, and that's the way I have always been, and I was always very critical of, um, of managers that leave clubs and then they come out and they they, they, they speak about details of what happened and uh, who is to blame for and this kind of situation that's not me I just want to to finish like like it happened yesterday and uh, as I like to say it's game over and I just hope that uh, you media respect this 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 way of of myself to be to react to this kind of, of situations and um, until like I get back to football I think I have the right to live my my normal life like I'm going to do now I go for my little shopping I go for my little walk and uh, that's what I, I I want to do and uh, you know Manchester United is is past Jesse very interesting very interesting yeah he didn't, um, he, which is it's good that he doesn't want to you know talk no, too much about should, what happened no, it's and, and right I would assume that's part of the terms of if, if oh, he's he's um, sure. his payoff pay actually that he can't yeah, mm. dive all too much details and go on you know write things in the paper um, interesting where it almost sounds as though he's talking about where he's going to come back. Uh, the reporter there from Sky was saying, you know, looking forward to working with you again, which would suggest maybe that the, there was a feeling that he's going to work again in England. I'm not so sure about that one, Rob. I think we yeah. might have seen the end of, of Jose Mourinho let, let, in ask, English let's, football. Let's, a, let's a, a, um, address a, a question, a big question. Mm. Can his style still work? Are his methods which has mm. been kind of talked about, outdated. Yeah. Is that hard man management style, that mm. tough and the, and the mm. defensive tactics, the counter-attacking tactics, mm. has that run its course? Um, or is his style and his record and the mm. way he, he manages players in a very, very hard way still mm. going to work at a big club wherever in the world? I, I still think there's legs in what he does, Rob, but it, it has to be... A absolutely tailor-made set of players with a tailor-made, what would the word be? Almost mentality, mentality, mentality and attitude. experience. And experience. Yeah. You have to be that hardened professional who doesn't mind the knocks, who's comfortable in themselves, who's been through some some challenges and come out the other side. And if he gets a, a group of twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Year olds who've been, you know, down the road, who've got four or five hundred games un- under their belt, who know what they're doing, he can set them up. Listen, I'm not, I, I st- wouldn't bet against him going somewhere and having some success, whatever that is, whatever, whatever league that is. So I don't, I just think in English football, with the type of players and the group of players he's got, the, the thing for Josie Mourinho is he'd almost need, almost have to get rid of. 70% of these players bring in a new 70% to give himself a chance of being successful and because of the money and because of the situation and the style as well because it's Manchester United that was never going to happen I tell you what when you saw, when you talk about that and I kind of agree that it's got to be a certain set of players I look mm. back at his time at Inter Milan yeah. we, uh, I worked yeah. on that league for that season mm. um, 
and they were, you know, Walter Samuel, Thiago yeah. Motta, and, and Diego Molito, and Sam Moletto, and Wesley Schneider, I think, was there at the time. They, they had a, they had that Absolutely. group of tough, that people. Yeah. you know, yeah. players from all nationalities, but mm. Italians, you know, in my experience, Italians are incredibly tough. Yeah. They're professional. Strong, they, yeah. they, they're mentally tough. They will mm. take that direction. But I just, I would just sort of challenge that. Like, is there many teams now, Rob, that have that many players, like you said, mid-20s, that are that tough, that have that mentality? Or is football around the world and particularly in the European big clubs kind of changing now where you know the, the, the latest group of players don't really want to go down that road they want to play it and do it a different way and that's what we see by the way in the vast majority there are instances and you can yeah. say that Antonio Conte Chelsea yeah, he, he pragmatic and Diego mm. Simeone as well at Atletico Madrid that's been yeah. successful with being you know tough yeah. I just don't know there's many clubs out there that want that style maybe not but you know whatever clubs he's been to Rob Style's always been an issue, but as long as he, he wins trophies, some yeah. some some people want to win trophies, and he has done that. Twenty five trophies to his name tells you that, that he he does deliver that. So mm. it it almost has to be perfect perfect circumstances, or him picking the type of players that he wants that that might not be the type of players that other people would see, or you see the longevity. Because what Jose Mourinho does when he goes into football clubs is work just. For, basically to get Jose Mourinho's success, he gets his success, and then when he's off, he doesn't necessarily mind the mess that he's left because he's off to the, to, to the, new, the next project. Mm. The clubs, that, the bigger clubs now and the clubs that we're talking to are probably asking, hold on a minute, we're not going to give this guy half a billion dollars like he spent and we'd we be in a bit of a mess when, when he's left. Mm. You know, they want to say they're talking about the... the um, Director of football coming in, different way of doing it, different way with with the scouting systems, things he's probably had his fingers on it and and demanded that he was had sole control is it, changing, and and that's the bit that that Jose Mourinho, he's got to start changing his outlook as as a football manager because in the time that he came from Porto to Chelsea to now we're, we're talking about a whole different industry. Yeah, and just just going around, Rob. Let's just go around. So, in terms of where he might go, Inter Milan mm. love him to bits. They yeah. would love to have him back. Inter mm. is a, is a possibility. Yeah. Florentino Perez, the uh, president of Real Madrid. I yeah. mean, there's there's also re- reports, <laughs> you know, that that he kind of respected what he did last last time for them at that football club. Might we see him go back there? They haven't had a great start to the season. Bayern yeah. Munich have had, uh, haven't had a haven't had a good start in, in Germany. Rob, do you see Bayern potentially going down this road? No. No, I don't see Bayern. I think Real Madrid maybe because a little bit more because he's been there. Mm. I think that's still a tough call. I think when you've been mm. Manchester United and and, loo- and leave the football club in the money that you do, the last game he had was was actually you know against a Liverpool team who's supposed to be the, the, the near rivals. When he's saying that his team were nowhere near, I think yeah. that hurts him. I, th- mm. I think that hurts him when you go when you're talking about big clubs who, as you say, want to play with style, want to play on the front foot, want to be progressive. Uh, and, and be part of the European picture. Mm. I, I think maybe places where he's been are more likely places where he might return. Mm. But I just think new new pastures. I just don't think people are going to put up with it. Well, just let's, on, on new pastures. Let's just finish mm. this this kind of p- part of the uh, podcast off with yeah, China, USA. Now, mm. USA, our friend Grant Wall, who's been on our podcast before, yeah. suggested in a, in a video on social media, I think yesterday, that. That Zlatan Ibrahimovic, of course, is, looks like he's staying mm. on at LA Galaxy. Could that be a fit? Could, we know that Jose does love LA. He's always there for preseason with different mm. clubs. It, it, would you be... <laughs> I mean, I'd be surprised. I, I mean, yeah. I've got to be honest. I'd be surprised given... Well, lots yeah. of things, really. I still f- 
think that he feels that he wants the biggest challenge at some of the yeah. bigger, bigger European clubs. In Europe. But is there th- a possibility of China or USA, Mr. Earl? Uh, no, not yet. I don't think he's. I don't think the Mourinho ego yet would would would. I think no. he wants to go to a European club and prove a point to mm. loads of people, so that he can walk around stadiums and put his ear to things, and he can wave his fingers, and he can put his three fingers up in trophies. I think he wants one of those. I think, in all due respect to American football and and the LA Galaxy, I think Jose Mourinho would feel that's a job he can take whenever he he, he decides he's ready to take it, mm. or in, mm. in those kind of places. So. I just think the terms and the way that he, he, he left he left the job at Manchester United, I still think he will feel there's a big European spot for him somewhere and he'll wait the right time for the right job. Yeah, I guess the national team of Portugal as well is something that's been mentioned. Yeah, he's Again, about, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think yet. Mm, I just don't think so. I mean, again, mm. I think that's, that's could be in his future. OK, let's move it forward, Rob. In terms of, well, I'll tell you what, Ed Woodward and the, and the structure of the football club. Yeah. Just before yeah. we get on to who's taken over, because we know mm. who's going to take over now. Um, we expect a change, don't we, in terms of the structure? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I took it out there like it has to happen now. Mm. Director of football, they've got to rethink the whole recruitment part yeah. and it will be a head coach. And, and that's how so many other teams in Europe and now in the Premier League as well are starting to work. Do you expect that? Are we expecting that to happen yeah. now at United? Uh, absolutely. A whole, and, and do you know what? United have got some time now. Take the time. Yeah, absolutely. Do it properly. Do what mm. needs to be done properly. Because I was talking to one of my, my, my Manchester United fr- uh, friends who was delighted that Mourinho gone. Just said, you know, it, it was all too much. You know, you look at the style. You look at the, the fallout. You look at, he just said the way that people are viewing Manchester United, it, it isn't what he's known. And he was talking about, and, and he made an interesting point in saying that this is such an important time for Manchester United now to, to, to get this right and start building again and becoming the club that can compete and, and be challenging for titles. Because he sort of said, it was interesting that the, the, last time, the last game they played against Liverpool, if you just said six years after 1990 when Liverpool last won the title that Liverpool won't win a title in 28 years somebody mm. would have laughed at you and said mm. you, yeah, ridiculous yeah. amount of money they spend the size of the club yeah. we're talking an era where if we're not careful if we go another five, six years it's a ten year gap between United really winning mm. titles and challenging so th- this mm. the director of a, uh, a football role is huge for it's Manchester a very important United. role it's yeah. huge it's, it's as important as the manager yeah. Rob yeah, as important yeah, as because this guy is going to start building the blocks that means that whoever's in charge, whether it's the next guy or the next two or three guys, are going to benefit from the work and the structure that's been put in place. Yeah, and he will be hiring and firing mm. managers. And the club have announced today the new guy yeah. to take over as a caretaker manager is Ole Gunnar yeah. Solskjaer, of mm. course, the United legend. Going back to mm-hmm. when they won things, Rob, he, yeah. of, of course, scored the winning goal in the Champions League and, and, and was it... 20 was a years bit, ago, virtually. To, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a ledge. He had six months, I think six or seven months, wasn't it, at Cardiff City? He took them down. Cardiff, yeah. We can't say that he was successful no. there. He didn't, he, he, he struggled. At that mm. club at that time with Vincent Tan yeah. as his owner. He took them down, relegated. He's manager now for Mulder in, uh, in Norway. They're on a yeah. winter break. I think it was the end of their season right now. They start up again in March. Okay, so what, what do you feel about this as a caretaker appointment? I think this was a band-aid on, on, on a rash, Rob. I think this was a, a, a hero, a legend of the, of, of the football club that comes in that's will be seen as a safe pair of hands. Um, I'll, I'll sort of come back on that in a minute. Um, somebody who the fans will, will connect, 
somebody who the players will hopefully have a connection to. Interesting that Mike Phelan's come along with him, Robin. Yeah. I think that's an yeah, important one. Mike important, Phelan's yeah. been, a, been a, a big ally of Sir Alex Ferguson through the very good years that this football club's had. Knows the players, got a lot of respect around the place. So, so that was, um, I think, a good addition as well. Um, and I don't want to go down this road, Rob, because it, it's not... You, go on, go I down. think we expect that, that things are going to pick up. And Thitman players are going to play well. well they should. They, can, they be can't some, be they as should. bad. But, but what if results don't go so well? Do, does, that, does Ollie just stay there till the, till the summer anyway? And it's just yeah. that, that, that that's part of, of, of his role, just to, yeah. to, to manage things through. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure these, you know, try and get less dramas, try and get people on side, try and sort of get things in shape for somebody to take over in the summer. I think so. I, I think he's, he's definitely going to be there to the end of the season. Yeah. I guess they'll have to negotiate with his club. I mean, he, mm. he's not going to be there for the start of the season, which is yeah. like crazy for me. But there you go. I guess this is this is a huge opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a fun ride. It, well, it, it, it's guaranteed a fun ride because those players that want to attack and the whole philosophy and the yeah. feel-good factor, he is going to open his team awesome. up to attack. He really mm-hmm. is. Now, what we might see, what that might look like, when they haven't done that for two and a half seasons under yeah, Jose, it take a while, it, yeah. it, it, they could get a bit of a doing. They could get caught yeah. a few times. Um, but that's what he's going to do, in my opinion. I think Sir Alex Ferguson's been involved with this appointment. Yeah. You know, two, yeah. two guys that were there mm. before. Of course, Solskjaer himself was a reserve team manager when Paul Pogba was playing. So there's yeah. a relationship there between those two. And of course... Um, uh, Mickey Phelan was uh, assistant to Alex, yeah. Sir Alex for a he's long good time. Good organizer, well. manager but at Hall, I, wasn't he as well? Yeah, I, I, I Hall, guess so. I just I just hope that the United squad right now respect Solskjaer enough mm. to to get their heads down and to to do their work yeah. because my goodness, those players need to show the fans, you know, if they were their heads down and fed up with things, mm. come on then. You know, no, and no, in some ways they're probably going to get criticised. Whatever happens, they, it's just that's just the nature of of the way that it's gone. But I, but I expect it to be much more attacking. Mm. You know, Alexis to come back into the picture. Poor Pogba yeah. obviously to come back into the picture. It's just going to be interesting mm. to see how these yeah, two guys how as that caretakers, up, what, yeah, how, how they, they play, system. what system yeah, exactly. they, they they kind of look at. And and mm. you're right with this Sir Alex Ferguson thing. I just got the in my in my head the the, the kind of vision of Sir Alex just going down to that dressing room, maybe very early on and just saying you know we're Manchester United Maybe. We're, we're back United Maybe. and this you yeah. know just to let one just or two people line, know yeah, yeah to, just to mm. get people back on side and you know as much as Pogba and those people may have fell out may have left their football club when the big mm. man walks in that dressing room I'm telling you he will um, he will attract attention and people will listen to what he has to say so that's a great way of, of, of maybe Ollie starting off and a couple of wins early on would be great and get the momentum back and listen get a bit of old United back because I think you know, not only United players, uh, fans, we've all missed seeing a Manchester United do attack, who are aggressive, who want to get on the ball and want to make things happen. And, and mm. entertainers, Rob, we want to get entertained when we do watch you know, games. We don't want, you know, oh, sitting back and keep, mm. keeping it nil-nil and trying to nick a, a, a one-nil. The Which leads thing, us then to the, the bigger we, question. Let's, let's just get before that. I just mm. want to throw mm. somebody else in as a, as a caretaker. Now, this guy was, was, was rumoured. He was on the favourites list to be a caretaker. Now, Granted, he he may not have wanted to do this. I just think a better person for the caretaker would have been Laurent Blanc, former Bordeaux, PSG, French yeah. national team, former United player. Mm. You know, obviously the the French connection there. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd love to have seen him go on and have a go. Go on and get this mm. team back on track. His experience, he's going to get respect, certainly of the players, the squad. His style yeah. is absolutely fine. I just get it that he might say, well, hang on a minute. 
I've won a lot. Of, I've won a lot yeah, of stuff with PSG. Wanna, I'm mm, not going to be that guy that's on trial, trial if guy. you like. Yeah. I just thought mm. I'd mention Rob because, in my opinion, he would be he would be brilliant. Mm. You know, because he, and by the way, if he did great things between now and the end of the season, then he, he gets might, a job. You might leave him with that, him. Yeah. That's the carrot yeah. for him to have taken yeah. it. Now I'm not sure whether mm. he's been asked, and they might want it safer with Mickey Feland and yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I just wanted to throw it in there as as somebody I thought would have been ideal for this caretaker situation. Yeah, okay, it's a good shout. Um, you know. Definitely, someone who knows the football club would have got mm. respect and would would have brought the, the again unite the, the the club back together yeah. with the fans. But uh, Solskjaer always looked like for some reason he yeah. he, he was in, in pole position, and, and obviously they've got it done. They've got the man. We'll we'll see how that sort of affects uh, current form and, and recent form going for going forward. We have to get to so uh, Jose's gone. Ollie's in. We know till till the summer. The director of football's probably going to be in place. Who are Manchester United going to put this responsibility of building this football club back to greatness? Well, there's only one. There's only one man, and yeah. you know it's not until that Mourinho goes that you know what we spend. I'm sure you have as well. You spend yeah. a little bit of time just mm. collecting some thoughts, just googling yeah. around a little bit yeah, yeah. about who might be mm. this job might be and. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, Spurs fans, but but yeah. there there is an outstanding candidate mm. for the way that he handles himself, mm. the way that he develops young players, the way that his style of football is, the way that he knows this division, the way that he's built a team mm. from from when he first went there, some from flash kind of you know big name guys that didn't do it and brought the younger guys through mm. to make this 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 consistent really exciting team it has to be Mauricio Pochettino and again I'm Spurs I'm so sorry for Spurs because Mm. I'm sure he is going to be the number one target it's just whether the man himself feels that that now's the time to go whether he feels that you know what let somebody else go in there let 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 the club settle down with a director of football a new structure and maybe a new coach and let me see I mean I'd love to see this personally Rob another year or two at Spurs into mm. the new stadium. Let's yeah. really get into this squad yeah. and see what we can win. And then, I, you know, I'm sure he's not going to do a bad job between now and then that he could take that job. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, We'll talk I, about other I, candidates. I, What's your main thought on this one, Rob? Again, I, I, we probably spent too much time together. Because I had the same thing. You're looking around. I'm looking, mm. and, and I'm looking through a list, Rob. Yeah. And then what I had to say to myself is, there is no list, by the way. There is no list. And mm. this is Manchester United. If you decide Pochettino is the man, and I think if, if you were writing a brief for the guy mm. who's who, what you want this guy to be, what you want, how you want him to play, how you want him to act, what kind of um, strategies you want, what kind of development of young players, you're basically saying it's Mauricio Pochettino. Now, for me, Manchester United have to flex their muscles, show their power, show that they're one of the biggest clubs in the world and go and get the guy they want. And I know for Spurs fans that that's, that's terrible. And from Spurs' point of view, uh, uh, Daniel Levy now knows he's got a, he's, his job is to convince Pochettino he's, th- great things are happening, to convince mm. him that he's going to give him some money to maybe make one or two signings that give Pochettino the chance to, w- to um, win the trophies that he wants to do, to, to talk about what's going to happen in this new stadium and what's building, and to be part of a project that he's taken three-quarters of the way to what could be something yeah. very, very special. He's got to try and convince him on that re- regard, Rob, while Manchester United have got to flex their muscles, have got to show who they are and say to Mitchell Pochettino, you have a chance to build something in your mould, 
at this football club? And which you, way does he go? And that's you, it. That, that's that's huge... the question. And it comes down to one person, Rob, doesn't it? It comes mm. down to the man himself, Correct. Pochettino, because he'll be on Correct. a contract. And Daniel Lever can say to him, "You know what? I, I, you know, I get it." And there's a big mm. talk about it. But you're on, you're under contract. Yeah. We are not, not releasing going. you from yeah. your contract. I don't care what United are going to pay us in compensation. It comes down to Pochettino himself mm. if he says, Absolutely. "You know what? Yeah. I've taken. You know, I, I, this is a, a, a huge opportunity. Correct. I want to go. I just don't think he's going to do I- that, Rob." I, I don't, don't think, think he's, he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to want to say, and then we're talking now for the summer, yeah? We're talking yeah, in the yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think, and I might be totally wrong, that yeah. Potter's going to say, you know what, I want to go right now, I'm going, Daniel no. Levy. But, what but do you in, think and, about and, that, do you think? No, and, and I, where I kind of agree is, I think it puts Potch in a position now to say to Daniel Levy, I'll stay at this football club, but these are the mm. conditions that, we, you know, he's got mm. to give him a little bit more money. He's got to start to, to, to give him a chance to compete. Mm. Um, and, and you're right, you know, the last few managers at Manchester United have left that football club with, it, with their reputation certainly it, 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 in tatters. Mm. You know, Pochettino might just look at that and think exactly yeah, like, as you just say. Just let it, let it go. Yeah, yeah, give it a couple is, of years is before. It, is, there another, is, there, is there another shot at this later on when things are better, mm. when I've maybe won a couple of trophies at Spurs? And yeah. people would, would look at it and say, you know what, he deserves his opportunity now to go. He's got something special going on at Spurs. I've just saw the game today. They've got through now to, to the semi-final of the Carabao Cup. You know, yeah. they're not far away, Rob. This, this whole group with this manager are not far away from taking a really <laughs> big step. I know, but, but what he would get yeah. at United, oh, oh, he would get oh. a ton of patience as well, Rob. Because he'd get people a ton of know. money. He'd get, get a ton, a ton of, money of money and load of patience, patience, and they'd know that. Listen, yeah. you know, you come here. It's yeah. a, we're going to give you money. This is a huge football club, and you're going to yeah. you're going to be in this for a long time because yeah. there's too much there's too much evidence now of what great things he could do. Mm. One thing that I would say though, Rob, to you saying about this is the perfect. You know, if you wrote a list, one thing he's not done, by the way, is win trophies. Win, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. when you talk about a list, there's no list. There is a list. There is a list. There's very few on it for me that's realistic. But Zinedine Zidane has to be on that list and he has won trophies now very different I get it mm. but he will be on that list because if you're the Man United Football Club and the board uh, and Woodward you've got to have backups what do you think the yeah. sort of job that Zinedine Zidane would do at Manchester United see I don't think Zinedine Zidane for me is not, is not um, an ideal fit for this job and the reason but he's I on the list I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's not on the list but he doesn't he do, the reason I'm saying that, and I would, I would probably look at other people beyond Zidane. Zidane's been a brilliant coach and won, you know, has, has proven that he can be a, a serial winner, Champions League and, and, and titles. But it's been, he's worked with top-class players at a certain level where, listen, his, his tactical um, ability makes made good subs in big games to win games. He, he, he's obviously tweaking and his respect that he gets and all that. Manchester United group isn't that group, and this is this is this job's part build as well as part yeah. kind of manage. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not so sure Zinedine Zidane is a builder of those things. I think he's a manager of good players, and he can take well, them to another seen, level. To be fair, that's, that's what all we've, we've seen. Yeah. So, so, so that's where this fit doesn't quite feel as right for me no, as a Pochettino or somebody else who's more of a coaching, who's more of a looking at the academy and developing players through and giving young players a chance and developing, you know, your Deli Alleys and your Harry Kane's and your Sissoko's and the, the list goes on and on and on. Mm. That's where I just don't feel he's quite as good a fit for, for the role as Pochettino. Yeah. But uh, he's a winner, as Jose Mourinho was a winner, but. Hmm. 
Josie didn't quite make, yeah. make it happen. Also, also Zidane, he doesn't speak English very well. Mm. And, and given given that, given the differences of the, the Premier League, you know, an ideal yeah. candidate has experience of yeah. it. Let, let me throw yeah. a few other names in there, Rob, because that's, what, you know, that's what's been happening. And, and this is what it comes back to. There's mm. only one guy. So, Antonio Conte, Diego Simeone, yeah. Yeah. I think is, is, yeah. is pretty high mm. in the, um, yeah. the, the favourites. Arsene Wenger, at some point, was mentioned. In Giggs, Arsene I mean, to be fair, they, these might be caretaker nah. shouts here. Yeah. Eddie Howe, Gareth Southgate. Mm. Yeah. Lucien Favre, the Swiss coach of mm. Dortmund, who's doing so well right now. Yeah. And, 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 and let me chuck in an old favourite here. Carlo Ancelotti, who's doing a good job at Napoli, yeah. second yeah. In, in Serie A. You know, mm. Ancelotti ticks a lot of boxes, Rob, in terms of winning stuff, experienced. You know, he's is not he the that future, old. Though, he's still in his is he, is well, he the future? Well, I don't know. He's 50, I think he's 59. Yeah. He's won a ton of stuff. He's got experience, won the Premier League in England. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there as other names on, yeah. on, our, on, our, on our struggling to get a list that, that could be in this if Pochettino doesn't make it. Anything Obviously, there if he doesn't grab, make it. Grab you anything from those lists? Mm, Angelotti, we Simeone, might, yeah, we might, Simeone he's a bit style. more L, LVG. Uh, you've got to look. You've got to look at, 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 at the, the, the top two clubs at the moment. have got young, good managers who are perfect. Well, they got the, 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 the brilliant, the brilliant manager. That's yeah. what makes it yeah. difficult. So Again, Manchester United this. need to get their brilliant manager. Not not somebody who's not quite the brilliant manager this is Manchester United they have to go mm. and get the brilliant manager and that's mm. why I'm saying I'm yeah. all, and, and I keep going back to it there's only one candidate in this mm. job they have to do the job whatever it takes to, mm. to, to, to sway this guy and get him up to Manchester and make sure mm. he's not staying in a hotel and make sure he's getting on with his players because mm. um, he's, he, he, he's the makings everything's there yeah. for what Manchester United want to go on to, to a whole other level I guess we should wrap up now, Rob, you know, and um, yeah. t- I guess that is the question, you know, um, and, and that's what it comes down to. Do you believe that Pochettino is going to be the manager for the start of next season? Mm. That's a big old gulp there, my yeah. friend. Uh, it's a thought. It's a thought. Yeah. Well, I'm something, gonna, tells, uh, something tells me no. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Something I'm going to say no, no. But, it, 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 I mean, can cool. you imagine how tempting it must be? Cool. You know. uh, it might be, you know, once in a lifetime kind of stuff, isn't it? This, I mean, mm. you miss it, you never know what happens. You, you know, exactly. You, so team much form goes, somebody else comes in, it never mm. comes round again. Mm. It's some serious thinking, and from Spurs' point of view, they got some serious persuading to do. They've got, the, yeah. you know, second half of this season, still in the Champions League, in the Carabao Cup, fighting mm. in, in for top spots. Listen, mm. what, he could go and win the Champions League. He could go and win <laughs> win the title, and then he, well, he he's happy where he is. Mm. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Um, it's going to be fascinating the second half of the season. Just, I think just before we wrap up, Rob, I do, I yeah. do want to just, I just want to say, Josie, like we're going to miss you, mate. I mean, yeah, we had been so great. much fun on the shows. Uh, I mean, incredibly entertaining in his, in his uh, conferences, and you've got to respect what he's won in English football. I'm not sure whether we're going to see him back yeah. in English football. He's at some a great. Point. He's in there. With he the is an English, absolutely Premier, Premier League, League great, great, and it will be it's, it's uh, not, as, not as fun. Uh, no. In the studio or in our podcast, when he's not no. uh, involved in the Premier League for sure. Listen, maybe he'll come back to I don't know, good old Bournemouth or somewhere <laughs> in the days and come and win the league with a team like that and give us something more to talk about. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's going to want to come back to Premier League because he loves the English game, Absolutely. he loves the media, and he loves the whole thing. It's where 
the fit in who might take mm. him. Um, we'll see down the road. But um, Jose's going to take a bit of time off. Of, I believe he said he's going to have uh, a Christmas with his family. And then he said he'll be ready to return to football. So we'll see where that is. But as ever, mate, great chat. Uh, yeah, emergency uh, Jose Mourinho <laughs> pod that uh, brought us to midweek. But uh, as ever... We want to hear from you, our listeners, so go to Apple Podcasts, download the show, and while you're there, give us your thoughts on rating and reviewing our work, and keep those tweets coming in about Jose Mourinho, what you think happened in the end, was it a job too far, was he let down by the players, did the structure of the club hinder his success? Tweet us, and we'll read out some more on our next podcast, but it was one of those days when, for Jose, in the Premier League, he was the special one. He stopped being so special. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. One, two... Three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.